everyone, welcome to our podcast, Ingenuity Amplified by Context Air. It's a podcast hosted by Gabe Batstone and Carl Byers, emanating from the world of artificial intelligence and digital transformation. In each episode, we feature really interesting people that Gabe and Carl have crossed paths with, and all of them are smart, successful people who care about people, not just the bottom line. I'm your co-host, Steve Warren, and we're giving Gabe the day off on the podcast front. Who needs that guy? And we're going to go with uh, Carl Byers. He is with us. How are you, Carl? I'm doing very well, Steve, and it's great to be back on the show. Yeah, it's great to have you for sure. And we haven't chatted in a while, and there's been plenty of news in your neck of the woods. And what we want to talk today is about an employee by the name of Madison. She's both brilliant and she's virtual, and she's the star of this episode. Uh, The Madison Insight Engine. First of all, congratulations on this launch. I was reading about it before we came on, and it's it's just a really exciting technology. It really is, Steve, and it's one of the things, and when you talk about it, it's been a while since I've been on the show, we've really been focused on building Madison and developing and refining its capabilities, and we launched the product in the, uh, in the summer of this year for the first time to a global audience. That product is, uh, as you mentioned, is, uh, is an insight engine, and it's an advanced virtual assistant that we've developed over the last five years to, with the support of industry leaders like Lockheed Martin, Serco, and Carrier. And that product enables blue-collar workers to get information at their fingertips when they're maintaining, operating, and repairing complex equipment in, in a variety of industries. So I hear, when I hear Insight Engine, I think about, okay, there, we all know what a search engine is. It's the same kind of concept, right? It's like you're going to search, and as an employee who needs a little insight into what they're doing in their day-to-day, that's effectively what the Madison Insight Engine does, right? Absolutely. It's an extension on the search concept. So um, the the whole idea with Madison is it enables search plus AI or AI-enabled search. So in the same way that you use Siri or Google Assistant or something like that to be able to find out where your favorite restaurant is or what's happening on the show, our product, Madison, enables a technician to find out how to fix things. What does the alarm code mean? What's the latest compression value on this piece of equipment? All of that type of information is available to them at their fingertips on their mobile and wearable devices just by asking a question. And and Madison uses natural language processing and transformer-based neural networks to find these answers. So we're using some of the the latest neural networking and machine learning technologies to make sure that we can put those smarts in the hands of blue-collar workers who've never had that kind of capability at their disposal before. Can you talk about the origins of the idea? Because I think it's, uh, you know, when you and Gabe and, and, and other people at Context Air, when, when you first started talking about it, can you give us a sense of, because uh, it's a really neat technology, uh, can you give us a feel for the origins of the idea? Uh, absolutely. So Gabe and I have spent uh, pretty much our whole careers um, in the um, on the last tactical mile, as we call it, where technicians, maintainers, operators are fixing very complex equipment, whether that's uh, aircraft on the flight line or uh, or uh, oil rigs in the field or mm-hmm. utility environments. There's a variety of places, and every time that we've worked with those uh, those uh, those those technicians in the field, they've benefited from great training and they've benefited from uh, job aids 
that uh, that help them to uh, to do their job. But what they were always missing was the ability to find information quickly. You know, um, roughly seventy percent of a of a typical technician's day is spent looking for information or waiting for the call center to come back to them with an answer. That's wasted productivity. That's time that they could be just getting the job done if they had the information at their fingertips. So we've seen that over and over again over the thirty years of our careers, and we decided this is something that we can solve using machine learning and advanced artificial intelligence. We can find those answers and we can make it available to those people in new ways uh, when they need it, where they need it to be productive and safe in their jobs. So when you're working with a company, how does a company take Madison and, you know, fill everybody's um, application, I guess, up with the specific information for their company? Or is Madison ready to deal with everybody at this stage? I don't, I'm, I'm not sure. So we've developed it to deal with the complex domain-specific language of technical industries, whether that's aerospace and defense or transportation and rail or oil and gas. And one of the unique things about Madison is that the, uh, the machine learning environments that we've built are kind of transposable across those environments, which is very, very unique. So we do, when we work with a new customer, uh, we do do some tests using their new data, and that could be things from manuals or service bulletins or new information coming in from their asset management systems. And so we can validate that, yes, we are, uh, our, 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 our algorithms are working the way they're supposed to be working and we're getting accurate answers. But in general, we can transition from um, a quick test to an immediate deployment very quickly because of the way our machine learning algorithms have been built. They're transposable and transportable across domains, which makes us very unique with what we can do here. How does it help with the safety angle of things? Well, what often happens is that um, I, I, technicians are out where there's you know lots of uh, complex equipment. It's rotating. It's uh, uh, it's dangerous if they uh, adjust things in the wrong way. Um, you know we can have uh, uh, you know power and spark hazards. There's all sorts of issues around uh, the workplace safety for technicians in the field working on complex equipment. And one of the key things that's important for those technicians is that they have the right information to know how to perform correctly. And often what happens if they don't have the right information, they may make guesses, they may go by memory uh, because they need to get the job done, or they may have outdated information that's not relevant to what they're trying to do right now. So what we're trying to do with Madison is make sure that they have the most current, the most relevant information that they don't have to guess, that they can actually follow the guidelines that are made available to them and they don't make mistakes. Typically, what happens, what, what we've seen in the industry is even if when historically, when, uh, when, when, when people have had the right uh, information available to them, they would still make mistakes roughly 25% of the time. And what we're trying to do is eliminate that 25% so that they can be correct 100% of the time. I imagine you have a happier worker as well, because it can sometimes be frustrating just waiting around all day for information. Uh, I've worked in government before, for example, and it seems like a, you, know, you, you have something fairly simple, but you've got to, there's different tiers of, of people that you need to talk to, and they're getting back to you by email eventually. It sounds like this is going to save a lot of time and a lot of frustration too. Absolutely. So we can deliver information to a user in less than two seconds. So oh. you ask a question, 
I can get you an answer with extremely high accuracy in less than two seconds. That's time that you would have taken spending looking through a thousand page manual. It would have time spent sitting on hold with a call center for 20 minutes, waiting for somebody to help guide you through a problem and, and find an answer for you. You don't have to rely on those, those, uh, those historical approaches now. What you can do is you can just ask the question using your mobile phone or your wearable device or your, or your desktop computer, depending on what you're doing. And we can get that answer to you with very high accuracy um, within, like I say, virtually immediately. How many people worked on this project to make Madison a reality? Because it seems like a lot would go into it, like right down to, you know, making it so that it works with various, you know, mobile applications, like whether it's your phone or an I, a tablet or something like that. How many people would have worked on this? Well, you know, over the course of the last five years, we've benefited from great partnerships with Lockheed Martin, with Serco, with Carrier, and they, those organizations have brought their expertise and their problems to us so that we can actually build the capability using real domain information and real domain problems. Our team, plus our extended partners in uh, in academia and other uh, other uh, industry partners as well, um, have, have been able to kind of uh, continue to evolve that product with that expertise over the course of the over the course of the last five years I think I can't put a number on how many that people have actually touched this because we've had such an extended network of partners that have been involved making sure that we can get that accuracy we can get the relevance and we're actually you know meeting the the needs of industry but it's a it's been a very substantial team of experts over the over the last five years has anybody had a chance um, in, in in real terms to to use it for their company? Is it at the focus group stage? Has there been guinea pigs? Has there been feedback of any kind? There's been a tremendous amount of feedback, both as we've been going through the development stage, as well as while we're moving into what we call proof of concepts or proof of value, depending on the company. Uh, and those are really launch launch projects. So in previous years, we've done kind of test cases. Give us some data. We'll check it out and make sure that we're working properly. And we use that to evolve the machine learning algorithms and make sure everything's working the way it's supposed to. Um, now that we've launched the product and we've made it publicly available, we're moving to those proof of concepts, which are the first stage implementations in companies. So we ex- we've got a number of those initiatives going right now um, with, with key organizations in aerospace, defense, and, uh, um, and, uh, and manufacturing. And uh, we expect those, org- those, uh, those proof of concepts to move directly into uh, launch rollouts over the course of the, uh, over the coming year. I'm curious to know why the name Madison. So Madison is really a um, a nod to uh, a few different things. So first off, we wanted to really reinforce the personal side. So everything that we do uh, in terms of using technology and machine learning is not about the technologies per se. It's about its impact on humans. So making sure that people work more effectively, that people are safe, that the blue collar workers and technicians that are out there in the field are getting the job done to their maximum ability and and, and productivity. So every Everything that we do is about the human and human as, as this uh, podcast is uh, kind of uh, rightly named, uh, you know, the whole idea is ingenuity amplified. So making sure that um, that each person has the information at their fingertips to, ma- to amplify their inherent ingenuity. So when we were thinking of the name, we wanted to have something that really reinforced that human connection, the personal side, the human understand, the human side of understanding complexity in uh, in the field. And then when we we're looking at it, we want to also wanted to have a 
nod to our early days when we were working out of uh, New York City. And, uh, and we were uh, very uh, privileged to be involved in the Urban X Accelerator with BMW Mini and SOSV Ventures. And, uh, and even now we maintain our US headquarters in, uh, in New York. So that New York is deep in our kind of DNA, so to speak, and, uh, and Madison, as, uh, as, uh, as, as, as any New Yorker would know, is a, is a direct connection to um, uh, Madison Avenue and all of the, all of the things that uh, the, the complexity in the, in the Manhattan environment. Very cool. I think the first time I heard the name Madison was in the Tom Hanks movie Splash, where they basically had to come up with a name for a mermaid. Tom Hanks was in New York City, looked up, saw the sign Madison. And uh, I would argue that that's where that name as a female name really took off. But uh, that's a story for another day. That's very interesting. And that's the other thing we wanted to do. I think what's important as well is, um, um, you know, important to reinforce as well. That's one of the reasons we chose Madison is it's actually, um, it, uh, it ends up being a name that is, can be either, um, it's gender neutral. So the mo- for the most part, right. So, um, it can be either. And that's one of the things we wanted to do as well. Cause a lot of the, um, uh, the, the current virtual assistants of various types all have female names. And I think that's, that's one of the things that's, uh, for, that was important for us is to not be fully aligned with that, uh, with that, uh, that, that trend in the industry. Do you have a favorite thing that it can do? Is, is there a smart thing? Is there a cool thing that it can do? Something that, that you really, really like? You know, every time I, um, I use it and, um, and we, we test it with new data, um, you know, part of, part of my role as the, uh, as the CTO is to, uh, is to stress test it and uh, not only design the next generation and, and set the strategy for where it's going to go, but validate that it's actually doing what we um, have, uh, have supposed that it could do. So um, I always get a smile on my face because we always, you know, we, we pick, take some random piece of information from, uh, from a customer data set and say, hey, I want or if it'll find this answer. And um, every time that it uh, it finds that answer with, uh, like I say, we're running well over 95, 98% accuracy and uh, and in uh, getting an answer in two seconds. And um, uh, regardless of what kind of question you're answering or what kind of question you're asking. So that's 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 always a, um, uh, a very satisfying moment. And it always makes me smile as well, because I think that's, um, you know, that's, uh, it, it, I always find um, that 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 part of the technology is is still amazing to me that I can ask a question without any forethought, without any, any, any prediction to it. And I can actually get an answer from somewhere in that data set that might be uh, relevant and that, uh, and that it comes back with very high accuracy. As, as we're working right now, we're actually extending the capability. So a lot of what we've done historically has been focused around getting in for information from as I say, manuals, service bulletins, um, work order management systems, asset management systems. And one of the things that's really important for us right now is to extend that mantra of being able to talk to machines. So what if I could talk to machines and say, how are you feeling today? When was your pressure um, uh, over over 50 kilopascals within the last week? And so what we're doing is uh, a key focus for the product this year is to add that, that natural language processing directly in so I can query the data coming off of a machine to ask them, ask that machine effectively, um, you know, what, uh, how was it feeling? When was the temperature value this? You know, what is the temperature value now? But using natural language processing to do that, not, not some dashboard or a click, uh, click through interface on a computer. It's amazing. And uh, it's, 
to hear all this technology, I think every employee is going to need all this various equipment and things like that. And it, and it really does just, you know, here, here's my iPhone right here. It just, it will be a case of an employee the same way they download any application and it will live on your screen right alongside Safari and Google Chrome. And, and, and there will be Madison effectively exactly the same way, right? Well, actually, what we're doing is um, we're integrating to the tools that companies already use, right? Okay. So that's one of the things when we were working with these uh, our, our partners like Lockheed Martin, Carrier, and Circo, and others, um, we actually did ride-alongs with technicians. We sat with them and said, "What's what's the problem with your that you're facing on your daily basis?" And part of it was not having the right information. The other part was I, I've got too many apps on my phone. Right. A company has downloaded 15 apps and I don't, I'm tired of more apps on my phone. I just want to get the job done and it takes me too much time to search through the apps. So we took a slightly different approach rather than having a native app. We said, okay, many of these companies are already using Microsoft Teams in particular as a collaboration environment. And that is being rolled out to their technicians as well as others in the field. So we just, we, we decided, okay, let's leverage that capability. Let's leverage the existing collaboration infrastructure that companies are already using in these industrial environments. And let's uh, uh, provide them with the ability to add Madison as an app directly within Teams. So basically now what uh, what you can do is you can choose, uh, you can load Madison as an app in Teams, just like any other app that you are loading in Teams. And then from the chat interface of Teams, you can ask Madison a question. We get the answer directly back to you in Teams. And then we give you the ability to, um, to, uh, to see additional contextual information that might be relevant and load directly load the manuals indirectly, load the data from the IoT uh, from the IoT sensors indirectly, all within Teams, so that you can have it directly there on your phone or on your desktop or on your laptop or, 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 or tablet, but all from a Teams-based interface. Is this for any workforce? Like, in, or is it is it limited? Because it seems like it could help any business with all their employees. Absolutely. So there is no inherent limitation on where it could be applied. Um, basically, anywhere somebody wants technical information or information that is domain specific, um, stuff that, they, that that's hard to get from places like Google. When you ask Google a question, you're not going to get those the answers you need about your company's information. Right. So what we can do is we can provide that regardless of domain. We tend to focus more on the um, call it the technician space, the blue collar worker or the the technician at the last tactical mile, depending on what term terminology you want to use. But we have been exploring and testing the environment in in what are called, quote unquote, white white collar environments like IT and and uh, and and uh, HR support and other areas like that, because, again, those people that are providing call desk call support services. Services for uh, for to make sure that your laptop's working or or provide you support with your healthcare, um, and they they are also trying to find out what information is relevant when somebody makes a call, and so the faster that they can deliver information that's relevant, that's the the better it is for them, uh, and the faster it is, faster the response is, and the more relevant it is for everybody. So it, we can apply it to multiple areas. We are testing it in other, in uh, in these other areas as well because we do see the benefits across the 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 uh, these these. Four Fortune 50 global 2000 organizations. Um, but the, our, our kind of our, our special sauce and our, uh, for us is truly in the domain of technical environments, uh, where there's uh, complex equipment that needs to be fixed and, uh, and, um, um, unoperated. Anything else that listeners need to know about Madison today, or maybe a, a summary of, of what it's all about for someone who is interested in implementing it at their business? 
Well, as I say, the the Madison is is you know. Um, uh, to, to just kind of recap, Madison is an insight engine, an advanced virtual assistant that sits on your phone or on your wearable environment to be or to your desktop to be able to allow you to get the information where you want it, when you need it, um, uh, that, and, and in a way that's contextually relevant to you. So who are you? Where are you? What's happening around you? So that when you ask a question, the information you get is directly related to what you need at this moment. And again, just reinforcing what I've mentioned before, we can get you that information. Madison can get you that information when you ask her a question uh, in less than two seconds with over 98% accuracy. Outstanding. An amazing technology. And uh, Carl, congratulations on the launch to, to you and Gabe. And uh, thanks for your insight on the Madison Insight Engine today. Awesome. Thank you very much for your time today, Steve. It's a pleasure. We urge you to read more about Madison. You can go to the website, contextair.com. That is it for today's show. Please make sure you hit subscribe or the follow button on your podcast player so you'll automatically be notified when new episodes are ready. There's always a handy link to all the shows as well on the website, contextair.com. On behalf of Carl, Gabe, and everyone at Context Air, thanks for being with us. We'll talk to you next time.